Hello, I'm Mark Smith. I want to thank you for joining me for this week's message and podcast of a series I created called The Process. If this is your first time listening, please visit the introductory episodes on YouTube by searching for Mark Smith, The Process, and there you can view episodes 1 through 12. This will give you another grasp of what we've discussed on prior episodes, along with what we're going to cover on future podcasts. But before we get started, I want to do a quick recap for a moment. You know, previously we got a message that helped us understand the concept of AIR. And remember, we spelled AIR, A-I-R-R, which stood for accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. These are four foundational tasks that are definitely all key components, you know, in the growth process. Secondly, we turn our attention to the word and concept of no. And remember, we spelled no, or I spelled no, excuse me, K-N-O-W. And we said that no represented knowledge that was necessary to obtain wisdom. And collectively, all of these are are instrumental to ensure that we're not stagnant in life. And we stretch ourselves to become better in all areas every single day. I had a conversation uh, last weekend with a former co-worker. Um, For this information, I'm just going to call him Sam. But it was a typical conversation to start with. The normal pleasantries, you know. How's the family? Is everyone staying safe? How's work going? And then Sam said, turned to me and said, Mark, do you mind if I run something by you? I just kind of want to get your thoughts. I said, of course. I definitely don't have a problem with that. Anything, man. What is it? Sam said, I've got a, a potential job opportunity, but it's out of state. I, I paused, looked at him, and I was ecstatic for him. I was very happy. You know, my friend had worked extremely hard to make changes in his life, and he's doing extremely well right now. I asked him, well, you know, you don't sound too excited. Is there something else or something just not right with this opportunity? I mean, <laughs> your kids are grown, and they don't live in the area any longer. Your wife's company is in California, and she can telework from wherever. So, <laughs> what's your apprehension? <laughs> I truly never expected the words that came out of his mouth to actually come out of his mouth. He said, man, I don't know if I'm qualified. Now, I probably won't get it. And frankly, Mark, to tell you the truth, I'm really scared. That conversation that I had with him sparked something that I hear from individuals quite frequently. During the first uh, start week of, of the workshop that I facilitate, It's very, very common for individuals to feel apprehensive about changes that they're going to make in their lives. Now, this is something that we all know so well. It's called fear. Most of the time, people forget that there are two types of fear, as we usually associate fear with a letdown or a negative connotation. But there's also fear of success. Now, I equate the word fear to creating a known result from a situation that you haven't even experienced yet. But to me, it deserves to be broken down even further. So let's talk about false evidence appearing real. Fear. I'm going to talk about false for a minute. I like to think we all have hopes. We have dreams. And well, we want to reach a better life. But sometimes we often fall prey to self-limiting mindsets and never really try. And without realizing it, we adapt to beliefs and make assumptions that are at odds with our own self-interest. Also, (laughs) that's known as fear. 
Throughout our life, we encounter information from, from a variety of sources. We got family. We got friends. We got co-workers. Heck, everybody's on social media right now, so social media plays a major part or puts a bug in our ear. Oftentimes, we have a tendency to zone into things that don't really affect us. And many times, because we choose to listen to the word I'm saying, accept that information, and lo and, lo and behold, it finds out that that information that we accepted was actually false. You know, through my own admissions, and instead of researching for validity, misinformation or false thoughts became rationalized within my own mindset. Understanding that fear encompasses one's own ability to prohibit the pursuit of their goals and dreams often become false simply because of lack of knowledge. Once we make the choice to accept our knowledge combined with our, with our effort, that ultimately determines the outcome that we're probably looking for in our lives. Now, we become eternally driven and accept responsibility for where our lives are headed. We become future-focused, not looking backwards, and, become, and begin to make conscious, proactive choices that aren't false and that don't encompass fear. So we covered the, the false. Let's move into the E in fear, evidence. One of my all-time movies in, 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 in life was the movie Training Day with Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. There's a scene in that movie where Denzel, who played Alonzo, says something that is evidence-based but is truly fact. And I think it holds true to so much of what we potentially speculate, something that we may um, think about. But he said the line that always sticks with me. He says, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Now, that specific line often crosses my mind, especially when I teach the workshops that I teach and when I'm assisting individuals with workforce opportunities. Well, what do I mean? How can I tell someone how to handle a situation if you've never experienced it? In other words, you really think that you have the wisdom to give someone without truly having the life experiences or have the knowledge and the evidence to assist? No, we all want to ensure that, that the, the trusted resources that, that we know have and definitely will give comments of advice. We don't want to take false advice anymore. Yet our own evidence and ability to, to prosper started the day we were born. And that's continued to manifest every day since then. Let me ask you a question. I want you to think back to the last time you truly felt a, a, a wholesome smile in your life. A sense of happiness. when you Even when you accomplished something that you had sought out to do. A project that you've seen from start to finish. I don't care what it was. But if you think and truly think about it, and think about all the effort that you put into it, you have proof or evidence that shows you that, that you are understanding and accepting. It shows that you completed a process. So there's daily evidence in our, in our life, or what I term as a sunrise and a sunset. Well, what is a sunrise? A sunrise is strictly the ability or knowledge that we need to change within, which permeates our outward. You know, if we feel good inside, we're going to display it. If we're happy and we're peaceful inside, we're going to display it. And conversely, if we don't, we show that as well. 
No, even the clouds sometimes block our views of the sunrise, of us. And that's the storms that we go through. But, and they actually appear on some days, and we wear it. It's, a t it's temporary. And that the sun eventually will come back out, and the sun rises. Now, what I think of about a sunset, it's the completion. It's the acknowledgement and the evidence and taking pride of a work or something that's completed, that we took the time to complete. Each of us have the proof or proof within that shows our evidence of resiliency, which is more than enough to cast out fears. So we got the F. We got the E. Let's go to A, which is appear. I want to caution you. Be very careful with this one. As things you may feel appear to be often mere assumptions. So consider this. We all make suppositions, is what I call them, which is an uncertain belief, about our abilities or our fear, about where we fit in, you know, what we're capable of, and what we deserve. Yet, here too, we often do so without ever really challenging the ideas. And by doing so, we may be accepting, there's that word again, accepting limitations, we are wise, and we, and we know that limitations are self-imposed and appear to be real. Consider this concept. Could the way you be leading your life... Let me rephrase that. The way you're thinking, is that leading you? Or rather, are you leading the way you think? Are you thinking... The unknown might not might not be something you can handle. Or or have you taken a step back and hit that brick wall and feel that fear will cloud your, your judgment? You know, oftentimes I found that in life we tend to draw on assumptions by things we've either experienced before and or we've been taught or told. So if we feel like something is deja vu, it will appear in our mind and this will not sit right with us. Or we become fearful to move forward. Often made, personally, often made important decisions based on incomplete knowledge and limited expectations. We're definitely prone to make choices based on unchallenged assumptions. You know, these are things that we've been told, as I said before, or we assume to appear to be true. Yes, we've never really tested them for ourselves. And quite often, this element of fear may cause us to overlook opportunities. Opportunities that stop our growth, opportunities that start our progress in life, and stymie our ability to reach the levels that we know we won't reach due to our fears. Let's move to the R in real. Have you ever said or ever thought, if I can't see it, it's not real to me? You know, earlier I mentioned in birth, you know, what each of us, what each of us have is truly unique and real. We're created with our own brand, which is designed to be seen and convey confidence, re reliability, consistency in all aspects of life. Consistency is a true measurement of real. You know, we live life for the most part on a roller coaster, extremely high some days, extremely low on other days. But where's the mid-level? Where's the consistent level of reality? Truth of the matter is, or what we perceive to appear to be failure, is, is only real if you make it real. Actually, the, the only reality is how we choose to respond to it. 
and whether we allow it to make us bitter or whether it allow us to make it, us better. So let me start winding down the R in real as it pertains to the to the what we're talking about in fear. True realism consists in revealing the surprising things or uncomfortable things, which are habits that have been covered that prevents us from, from even seeing and living and acting without fear. Well, time and time again, we don't reach the levels that we're destined or required to reach due to our own fears. Understanding that real doesn't have to be bad either. It can, it can really help us refocus after the storms to bring the wisdom we need to conquer our goals. To hit our mark. To reach our dreams. The richest and wealthiest place in the world. Does anybody want to take a wild shot where that might be? Let me save you the time. The richest and wealthiest place in the entire planet is the graveyard. For in the graveyard, we will find fear of inventions that could have been made. Fear of ideas that could cure the nation. Fear of many dreams, many goals, many great people that did not act upon what they, what they should have acted upon. In our growth, there's nothing more rewarding than reaching a, a realized dream. So let's begin to open our closed eyes and eliminate the mindset that will lead to false evidence appearing real or fear. Now, I, I want to kind of remind everybody that this message may not be for you or, or currently what you're going through. But we all have to let fear and all have let fear prohibit us at some point and in some case made us poor, which I like to say is passing on opportunity repeatedly. And if it's not you, please take the time to share it with someone who needs it today. Help them understand that that fear or false evidence appearing to be real can and will be overcome if they want. I've always said that when a flower doesn't blossom, we don't blame the flower. We fix the environment in which it grows. So instead of giving up on tasks that we've wanted to achieve or we experience short-term letdowns, let's use this experience and knowledge of what we learned to refine our mission, to reach a successful result. Or simply put, let's change the way we think and act to reach our desired result. You know, I'm Mark Smith. It's been a pleasure again, as always, spending some time with you today, and I truly appreciate you spending time with me. But I want you to always remember something that I always say in closing. It's that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. I want to say to my babies, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, and Ivy, Poppy loves you. Good night, babies. Thank <laughs> you.